Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Waxtastic. They are a jam band out of Grand Rapids, Ohio. I sat down with Alex and Travis, but not their bass player who whose name is slipping right now. Um, but and also their friend whose name is completely gone out of my brain. I don't remember. This episode features me. Hi. Uh, not high as fuck, but high enough to sound like an idiot. So somewhere in there, I, I hit the joint and I, it, it just, um, it, <laughs> it doesn't devolve. It's a great conversation. It's just, it takes me longer to formulate thoughts and ideas. And this is why I generally don't like to get high before doing podcasts, but, uh, I don't know. I was just in the mood and I want to try it out and it wasn't bad at all. So I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy this conversation. Also, you might notice that this recording of the intro sounds a little like shit. And that is because I don't have my microphones. Raina drove off with all the equipment in the trunk because we had a gig last night. And uh, we were lazy. Well, it was raining and we didn't feel like carrying equipment in last night in the rain. So we just left it in there. And then of course I forgot to get it out before she left. And now it's up in Chelsea, Michigan, sitting in the parking lot of the purple rose. Um, I'm, I'm not too concerned with people stealing my stuff or our stuff. Uh, Chelsea is a very safe and nice little community, but it's still remains that I have to record through the computer microphone so that's why this sounds like shit and also why i'm gonna kind of keep it a little short here um because i don't think you want to hear this tinny ass microphone uh intro anyways let's uh let's get down to business here you can catch waxtastic they have a show coming up here let's see uh oh my gosh uh, again, I haven't pulled up anything. Well, let's do this. August 24th, Waxtastic is putting on a <clears throat> show for um, their Sacred Harvest Festival, which is coming up in September, let's see, September 7th through 9th, and that's in Grand Rapids, Ohio. You can get your tickets, you can get your pre-order tickets at the sacredharvestmusicfest.com. So S-A-C-R-E-D-H-A-R-V-E-S-T musicfest.com. Not festival, but just fest. Um, and you can get your tickets there. You can also follow the links in the show notes so you can um follow waxtastic on facebook or on um i think they're even on uh the instagram so that's fun waxtastic also has a couple shows coming up here and that's what i'm kind of searching around for so i can get this so the pre-party which i'm going to be involved with and i think i'm also going to be sitting in with waxtastic um 
uh, it's August 24th at the Bronze Boar. It starts at 7 p.m. It's a completely free show and it's featuring Green Acre Sessions, Waxtastic, and Cactus Jack. So please do come on out. This is a pre-party and... Um, you know, we just we just want to. Uh, I, I think the boys just want to give a little taste of what to expect at the Sacred Harvest Music Festival. Waxtastic also has a show coming up. I believe August 11th. Yes, so it's August 11th. They're playing with the Prophetics, Bree and Jordan, and David Carpenter at the Miami and Erie Restaurant Lounge in Defiance, Ohio. 406 Clinton Street. Starts at 9, ends at 1. So you can catch them up there. Um, but let's talk about the Sacred Harvest Festival just for a second. This is the second one. And uh, we talk all about it in the conversation. So you guys can totally check that out. But I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of information about the festival itself. I'll just read a little bit of this. Let's see. Frogtown Glass Roots and Waxtastic proudly presents the, with um, the, T-H-E-E, -E, second annual Sacred Harvest Music and Art Festival. The weekend after Labor Day, we will celebrate the end of summer and beginning the fall season. We are so happy that this fall we have two full days of and nights of music along with art raffles and... Oh, shit. I got distracted because I got a message. <laughs> Ticket, uh, let's see, ages 13 and 17. Uh, oh my God, look at this. Two full days of nights... And nights of music along with art raffles by Loki all weekend. Live painting and art making, workshops, a variety of vendors, kid activities during the day, and amazing food. Kids 12 and under are free. Ages 13 to 17 are $30 for the weekend with an adult. And everyone else's ticket is $40 if you buy pre-sale. That's before 8-31, August 31st. And um, but after that, they will be sixty dollars at the gate, and Saturday only passes are available for forty dollars. Primitive camping is free, but it is first come first serve basis. We are grateful to be providing the four one nine with quality uh, events and festivals. Without your guys' support, none of this would be possible. No glass bottles or bad attitudes or vibes. So let's get to the the naming of the artists here. So. Looks like the headliners are going to be uh, Chris Hauser of The Works. He's going to be doing a solo set at the Artist Lounge. Bacano Conscious Pilot doing late night sets. Mellophobics, Human Juice Box, Paddle Bots, uh, Pronto, Gutterball, and The Prophetics will be on here. Uh, we got Desmond Jones, Electric Orange Peel, Subterranean, Waxtastic, Art Casual, Cactus Jack, Decent Folk, The Funk Factory, Green Acre Sessions, Indigrass, Mercury, Mercury, hmm, Rustic Waters, Ryan Roth, Stonehouse, Stranger Danger. What a lineup, folks. If you guys are from the region, you definitely have heard of these bands. So get your tickets at the thesacredharvestmusicfest.com. And uh, come to the show, man. Uh, I'm really happy to be part of this. These guys are so cool. I, I love that these guys are just out there making their own scene happen. And that I, I think that's beautiful. Uh, and I love that they're bringing the, the community around here together. So 
that was a big push for the Sacred Harvest Music Festival, but it's only because I love to see these kinds of like small events and you know, th it's growing for these guys and we'll talk all about it in the podcast when we talk to Alex and Travis. Go to wespeakenglishgood.net and check out the Barren Wasteland that is the website for this podcast, which it should be better, but it's not and that's how it is and that's the I don't know. All right. You can leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can write the show and let me know what you're thinking. Uh, if you like the show, if you hate the show, whatever it is, just write us. We'll, I'll respond mostly. Uh, unless it's assholery, then I won't respond. <laughs> and you know who you are. <laughs> um, okay. And then let's see. Uh, what else do we got? That's it. Write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com, and that'll do it. That'll do it, pig. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Here is Alex and Travis of Waxtastic and their weird friend who is just has, like, the Tom Waits, the Tom Waits gravel voice and makes weird comments. <laughs> Sorry for guy's name. Nice guy. Not Haiti. All right. Let's go. Waxtastic. Boom. I was actually a vocal major in college, so. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. What? Why did you change? Well, that's actually, I just did that because I thought it'd be the easiest thing for me to get into music school with. Oh, for real? Yeah. So I was like, well, because I can play piano. Yeah. I just wasn't like brushed up. I was really rusty, and when I was playing, I wanted to play guitar. I wanted to be a guitar major, but it wasn't happening. When you go to pharmacy school? Any pharmacy school. I'll be right back. What the what? Can you give me a line check there, bud? Yo, check, check. check. Oh, yeah. Line check, bud. Line check. One, two, for check. you. <laughs> like no Macrophone. Macro. <laughs> I will take the microphone, please. Is someone is someone's name Waxy? Does someone go by Waxy in the band? Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> okay. I just want to say that this is the most waxtastic thing that we could do. It is seven ten, which is generally oil day. Oh yeah, that's what so. I heard. Someone said that. Did you guys say that to me? Who was I, I just talking to about? Oh, I was just. I was I was in another podcast with this comedian from San Diego, and he was like, "It's seven ten, dude. It's fucking. It's <laughs> it's a oil concentrate day." I'm like, "What? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? What? So what's oh, the significance shit. with seven ten? Oh, though? If you flip it, it like spells oil. Yeah, oil, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. That he even said that. Yeah, the old that. calculator trick. <laughs> oh, like boobs, right? Yeah, boobs <laughs> or hell. Eight thousand eight. Hell yeah. <laughs> Help. Oh man, I remember those good old giggles. Dude, those those fucking those calculators. Boobies even. Boobies. Yeah, you yeah. could do boobies. Ah, <laughs> oh, boobies on the calculator. That's so good. I'm recording right now, guys. Oh, so shit. just so you know, it's I, I'm just so like you know you want to save the shit talking or whatever. It don't matter. Shit talk. <laughs> you no, know, sometimes you'll like start and like. 
you know, you're just talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden there's like, yeah, that fucking guy waxy. <laughs> Fuck, I don't trust him, you know? <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'm recording. He's like, oh, you got to cut that out, bro. You can't, you can't keep leaving no that shit in there. No names. Yeah, we can't, we can't mention oil concentrate day. We can't? On wax test. Oh, do you guys have jobs that fucking... No. Oh, okay. Yeah, my boss would be thoroughly upset. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Where do you work? I work at Wildside Brewing Company in here, here in town, Grand Rapids, Ohio. Oh, really? Yep. What the fuck was Grand Rapids? Was there actually Grand Rapids through here, or the grandest? The grand. <laughs> the grand. And, and, the and why is there Grand Rapids, Michigan? Like, what the fuck? Did they steal it, or did, they, or did you guys steal it? There was a war over this. <laughs> no, you're lying. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I was like, there was a huge battle, the Battle of Grand like Rapids. The, you heard of the Battle of Toledo? Yeah. I have heard of of the, the War of Toledo. Was something? Well, else? like that's where Anthony Wayne, General Anthony Wayne, right? Isn't he part of that? So. No, it's to like it was like a zoning thing. There was like oh, a because like bros. yeah, because man, there was a Manhattan. Uh, and there was a fucking yeah. um uh i can't remember what there yeah was like a i have yeah. i read a bunch of this wikipedia shit it was like i was actually gonna make a podcast about reading wikipedia <laughs> or i do a podcast where i'm reading wikipedia things about cities and then just like riffing off of it but i'm not that funny so <laughs> it's like i was really high when i thought of it and i thought that was a really good idea <laughs> It's like you ever be like super high and have this idea and then like you sober up and you're like, that's the worst fucking idea I've ever had. What the fuck was I <laughs> that's 75% of our ideas. <laughs> it's like 75 but of our ideas come from 25%. Me. Right. Within that, 5% <laughs> those is are, actually gold. Those are the nuggets. <laughs> right. Those are the gold nuggets. It passes nuggets. through the gauntlet, kind of, so to speak. So tell me what the fuck, like, what, when did you guys sort of like get together and start, you know, doing your thing? As Waxtastic. And I'm also sitting here with Alex and Travis from Waxtastic. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Alex. And I'm also sitting with some guy who's who I forgot his name, sorry. This uh, is our he, road manager. He's remaining silent, though. Road and gear manager. His name's Cody. Cody! I'm sorry, Cody. I'm a dick. <laughs> Dude, I'm no a t- problem, man. I'm just the worst at names. Like, <laughs> he came in late, you know? Yeah. We were kind of already... Well, he introduced himself and stuff, but it wasn't all Rowan. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> all right, stay back. <laughs> That's is our that, mascot, Roman. Roman's here. <laughs> what what kind of dog is he? He's a poodle and a Saint Bernard. Jesus Christ! You call it a Saint Berdoodle. Is that what you guys call him? Saint Berdoodle. That's it, dude. He is so big and fluffy and cute. I can't believe how cute he is. Look at his fucking paws, dude. They're like the size of a bear's. <laughs> fucked up man yeah i'm not sure how much he weighs like he weighed 90 pounds at six months or seven months jesus christ so has he ever have you has he ever like growled at you guys out of like frustration or anger because that seems Uh, like more in a playful way okay yeah yeah yeah, but very rarely like does he get like protective of his food oh no no he's he's extremely docile he He's really just wants to beer. party he protects yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like start with don't touch my beer mm. I could see if I ever had beer for him he would do that he looks like he loves beer he loves beer <laughs> he lives for beer this might be some kind of form of, of animal abuse someone might write the show be like you stop feeding that dog beer no, this is definitely one of those things we're it. supposed to keep off the record yeah yeah 
Is that off the record? Well, it's his choice. I mean, you know. it's true. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> Let him dog fucking man. drink. Yeah. He's a dog man. So when what? How long you guys been like wax tastic? Uh, technically, three and a half years, maybe three years. But oh, wow. we've been jamming for four years. Okay. We used to be called Waxy Cats. Waxy Cats. And yeah. why the change? Uh, we had a lineup change, and um, the our bass player at the time, Mountcastle, felt it would be a good idea to just change the identity, so to speak, in a sense. But I voted kind of, for that, too. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. It's kind of unanimous. The Waxy Cats is a good story. So we got together <laughs> with my, my buddy that I worked with, Tom. He got us all together, so we had Tom Cat. We had Bobcat, which was our, was our bass player, and then we had Alley Cat. Cause Alley I, Cat! And then I was the Waxy Cat, so we kind of just evolved this thing. We created this brotherhood. Yeah. And and so, like, okay, so before I came over, I was looking, like, over your guys' material, and I, and I just I just learned it, just so I was had something prepped. You dirty dog. So, <laughs> like, um, but there are a lot of vamps, you know, like, they're mostly vamps. Do you guys actually have songs where you're singing and shit or is it mostly instrumental uh yeah we had kind of like a it's not i wouldn't say a format change but uh with with our recent lineup change i guess over the last year we kind of did things backwards Mm -hmm. so the idea is there and we definitely have songs that are structured but Uh um, we were pretty much just taking things as far as they could go mileage wise and then seeing where things evolve so that way we could kind of Ah, form some sort so of you can, like yeah, so thing. you can pull from it. So you yeah. guys are just basically like uh, stream of consciousness, like how sometimes writers will do like morning papers. That's yeah. what it's called, where you just wake up and you start writing. And it's just like a stream of consciousness, and uh, a lot of times your fucking subconscious is just an idiot just rambling. But right. then sometimes, out of that fucking idiocy and rambling becomes the gold nugget. For sure. And so that's kind of where you guys kind of mine your material is just sort of like jam it. Yeah. And then fucking see where it goes. And then, you know, I'm going to stop because I'm going to turn into a dipshit. <laughs> I'm going to be like, uh, getting lost in the middle of a sentence. Um, so, right now, here we are. <laughs> One hit, and I'm already fucked. This is why I don't usually it is. It is like a stream of consciousness. So. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so then do you guys ever come with like uh chord structures or anything to the table like or do you guys always write together like what's where do you uh, al writes a lot of the music yes yeah, so it seems yeah. to just come to him when he's practicing or playing yeah. or however yes i, I don't um, know i really like try to like write songs that just kind of happen <laughs> that's my approach to things okay let, so it, let it happen kind of so, you know, it's like I love songs that come from that because it's like when it's like when you lose track of time when you're writing and shit, yeah. like where time doesn't exist and like you are in this moment and fucking in those moments just come the greatest fucking shit that I mean, you could never really even think of just sitting there. But then again, sure. you can be sitting there just fucking with, you know, like, it, it's just weird. It's just like a weird, the creative process has always been like, it's always like a mystery, you know. Uh, sure. This guy wrote this book about it once and <coughs> broke it down into just the chemicals that are being released in your brain when you're in these states. I don't remember any of the name of the chemicals or anything, <laughs> but 
<laughs> but it's interesting because it, it is almost like a science. But the brain, like space or like the bottom of the ocean, we still don't really understand all that much. Right. So it's like there's things that happen and then like we get to a point and then we're like magic you know right, <laughs> like totally. like the creation of the universe you know like totally. we get we can break shit down into these subatomic particles and and fuck it you know like quarks and whatever the fuck you want to call them but at a certain point it's just like you know it's magic it, god i don't know, I don't right. know. It's magic yeah. it must be magic yeah it's like because we just are not there yet so, uh, as yeah, we don't have the knowledge for that no, yeah, we just don't even right. have the, have no the capacity. So they're going to be like, whoa, well, um, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's where we get. Good story. <laughs> that, yeah. That's where we landed. Uh, so uh, what's your guys' background in music? Like, what's your lineage, Alex? Uh, my lineage? Mm -hmm. I started playing piano... Well, like, do you, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, do, do you yeah. come from a family, a line of musicians, or uh, are you not, the black sheep? Not necessarily. My mom played some piano when I was younger. Mm -hmm. My sister played some saxophone, uh, which I played a little bit of, but uh, for the most part, no one was, like, dead set on, like, yeah. I'm going to do this for Not, whatever. not, in, like, going back even, nobody was... I've heard stories of someone playing a fiddle for, for, like, a beer money, playing fiddle for beer money. That's what I've heard <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I w where I would have ended up if I would have kept drinking. Just I don't even know how to play fiddle. I just like have a fiddle, playing it for beer money. <laughs> just trying, you know, just trying to make it in this crazy world. Um, so okay, so then your mom had a piano. So you had a piano laying around the yeah, house. Yeah, for then. sure. That was my first instrument. Gotcha. Yeah. And so. and then. How far did you take that? <coughs> I took lessons from, uh, excuse me, the age of eight, eight to like fourteen or something like that. Oh, okay. And then my teacher was like, I, like I don't know, I can't really teach it much more. Oh wow! And I was like going to high school, so it was like that time where you can't drive, mm -hmm. you know, but like you want to. Right, so right. Like, yeah, I, I kind of just stopped, and that's when I picked up guitar then. Yeah, yeah, so, that's when you're yeah. like, we need to we need to focus in on something that's yeah. going to bring in more vagina. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to do anyways, you know, let's play guitar. Yeah. So, Nobody yeah. wants to fuck the piano player, man. <laughs> I need to focus a little bit more on my dick. <laughs> right, the whole time you're stroking it anyways. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're just... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so then what was, uh, so how, how was that transition? Did you just like completely stop piano altogether? No, no, I actually played piano in a uh, band. So you can read and shit. Yeah, yeah. You, can you read well still? Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's dope. Like piano and guitar? Uh, guitar is like kind of shaky. I'm still translating uh -huh. right now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a conscious it's thing. Such a isn't that such a weird thing when you're thinking about how it, transposes to fucking the other yeah. instruments it is weird it's like because because guitar is what in fifths is that what it is there's like fourths across the neck you know so yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah fourths yeah. or is it fifth okay anyways the box would be like a fifth yeah oh uh, and then like piano is just so linear and like so laid out so like on guitar you really have to fucking you have six six yeah. pianos and yeah, a, like a lateral piano <laughs> yeah and, and it's not to say that guitar is like some impossible fucking mystery machine but yeah. it's like when you're coming from piano or you're coming from another instrument and you're trying to think of it in terms of that because it's all you know not connected right 
it, it's like a, it's a weird transition and so like um i play a couple songs in uh green i just had this moment the other day me and my wife were playing uh, at a bar gig and she's someone requested red hot chili peppers okay. and like we have this thing where we'll um <laughs> Raina will call it experiment hour or she'll take ex uh, she'll take requests and if she doesn't know the song she'll like kind of let me dick around with my loop pedal and she'll go outside and learn it <laughs> and then she'll just make me make a beat and then she'll just sing it acapella so we did that with under the bridge now I know the song on piano because with Green Acre session I play that song on piano okay. so I know it on piano and in that moment on the spot fucking trying to transpose it to guitar from piano was impossible like it just wasn't happening like i was just like and it's not a hard song it's not a fucking hard it's a really easy song and it's probably like what eight chords or something but it's just at that moment i i was just stuck like like i still have a hard time with left and right like i'll still be like go left go left i'll be pointing to the right and my wife will be like you fucking moron uh, but i don't know it's just like a block in my brain so i still have like, i mean that's my own issue but like like how do you see it like how does it translate to you like is there a way that you sort of like like a like a hack that you kind of see it as kind of yeah uh so you know how you have different inversions of chords on yeah. the piano? <clears throat> That's kind of how I think of guitar. Like you have like different inversions of chords mm -hmm. kind of up and down the neck. Right. So like the, that imagery is kind of like ingrained, I guess. Like I can kind of see like the geometry of... Oh, of the shapes that you would make with yeah. your, with on the piano? Of like the actual chords like uh -huh. on the guitar. So okay. Like, like obviously like the whole thing is the same regardless of what key you're in and just like moves uh -huh. around right know, right so right like there's a, a certain pattern depending on what key you're yeah, in yeah 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 so like you there's like chords that are inherent in those right those right patterns, yeah. yeah yeah okay so, so i it, see the chords kind of and then you see the yeah. chords in the in the you said the geometry or the symmetry of it yeah and the geometry yeah, of yeah. like the actual pattern itself and, and then so that kind of helps when you're like translating something from piano to guitar yeah because yeah, i pretty much play with inversions on piano that's like my approach to piano it's really like, yeah like like kind of like chord chord melody kind of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that's kind of why i play with like triads and mm -hmm. and the sixth the uh on a guitar okay yeah <laughs> that's so interesting that's, yeah i don't know it's kind of weird no no but that that's cool because i'm sure so uh i'm sure some that will resonate with somebody uh well it resonates with me especially um fuck see this is why i don't get high i had a follow-up <laughs> to that and that was just gone god damn it we're starting to, we're yeah. starting to nerd out <laughs> Well, I will say, though, that, like, we do have instances, though, where we do, you know, write music on the spot, and a lot of it mm -hmm. is just, like, being in each other's brains. Like, right. most of the time, it'll be a drum beat or a bass line. Yeah. And then, I think we just let it happen. Kind it'll of. just catch yeah. and go. Yeah. So, what's what's your shit, man? Where, where, what's your lineage? Do you, is your parents play? You seem like your parents are pretty hip. They're cool. Uh, I grew up my with my dad playing acoustic guitar. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. They and, are. They're uh, really nice. Yeah, cool. So <laughs> the acoustic guitars always had a soft spot spot in my heart just uh -huh. because I grew up listening to various cover songs and my dad noodling around on the acoustic. Okay. Then my brother picked it up eventually once he got older. Mm -hmm. 
and then I was the odd one out. I knew I needed to play, but I didn't want to play guitar and be like them, so I picked drums. <laughs> he wanted to be different. <laughs> yep. my uncle had this drum set in his attic for years he (laughs) talked about i had never seen it and his attic was just full of stuff he loved it like junk day and he picked different stuff up yeah well finally he decided to clean out the attic and i could get this drum set if i helped him so it was a reward system yeah 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 okay and uh that's that's what kind of set me in once i got that drum set an old ludwig drum set and like a wine what champagne red oh it was cool i wish i still had it uh, it must have been old then huh yeah it was definitely like, a like late vintage 60s shit, early huh? 70s kit damn dude what what kind of wood did they even use then i'm not sure if it was mahogany or uh-huh. maybe a maple I did really it have like a know. veneer on it like a plastic it had the splat the sparkle wrap oh shit the wrap <laughs> Yeah, so I started playing that. Uh, that was in I was in the third grade, so I was what maybe eight or nine, ten. I don't know. Something. Who was who was your drum? Were, younger than that. Were you uh were you like uh did you obsess over any drummers at that time? Back then, not really. Not really. Well, it not really wasn't your. It, you were just trying to go basic, like beats. Yeah, I was like, just what was your cover first? songs? Playing like. Uh, Funk 49 with my dad and okay. I, was, I was playing some uh, Metallica tunes with my old man and Hell yeah. getting my feet wet there and then did you take lessons eventually I started jamming with a band or two when I was in high school mm. and after that I started taking lessons um, one of my cousins married someone that went to UT for percussion oh, okay. so he was already given lessons and stuff it kind of just fell right in my lap so mm. I started learning from him and that kind of took my my playing to the next level for sure yeah man you got some shots bro. shortly <laughs> after that i met alex and the waxy cats came about Ooh, <laughs> shit the waxy cat <laughs> so so then has then the waxy cats starting with that what was the initial intention of the waxy cats uh <laughs> get drunk and jam yeah, and uh, make <laughs> noise how long you guys yeah. know each other four years oh pretty much yeah we pretty much met and then we were like uh our our buddy tom was like hey uh, i'm I'm gonna be jamming with this guy in grand rapids uh you should probably come or whatever and i was like all right cool (laughs) you should probably yeah and then we we jammed and i don't know we had a conversation i think i was asking you about your posters or something and something was like and then that was pretty much the end of that so or the start of it, I guess. Yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. start of it. <laughs> the start of the end? Yeah, that was the planting of the seed initially. The fluke we were, seed. Uh, we were jamming on the electronic kit yeah. in this room. <laughs> in this room, yeah. Oh, where no. that Where that thing is that you're sitting on. This couch? Yeah. Love, love seat. seat? Yeah, that thing. Love seat. <laughs> How much love has this seat seen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know. <laughs> I have fair enough. No comment. <laughs> hey, fair enough, brother. Uh, so, so Waxy Cats ended because the guys who were part of the cat thing kind of <laughs> went with it, right? And then, so, so, so then, what was the next evolution of that? Um, well, the thing is, is like we were the only ones that don't have uh, family outside of this. You know what I mean? Like we don't have kids or anything. Right, right, so, right. So like. 
uh, we just wanted to jam constantly, you know, yeah. which is almost impossible to ask of someone with a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, where you're just like, hey, yeah. we're just going to fucking jam out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable. But which, No, which kinda... is really fun. And, like, we just had we had a little jam session. We had a good time. I enjoyed it. We, um, But, uh, yeah, it, it's like it's hard to break away to go just be like hey i'm gonna go get my rocks off i'll be back <laughs> you know hey hey yeah. uh, if the end result isn't like <laughs> well where's your money for getting your rocks off for sure which, which is which is like just just part of the business you know it's yeah. just the part of the music quote air quote business Absolutely. <laughs> so have you guys had this steady way of writing the whole time whereas like you will write or else you guys sort of just jam it out and mine from that is that always been sort of the it's a mix of all of it i think yeah. conglomerate yeah a conglomerate okay the, i heard there's one An emulsification a what An emulsification, emulsification. <laughs> yeah we had a little discussion about emulsifying and homogenizing yeah homogenizing yeah. <laughs> and i was thinking that they were completely opposite but they're well, in fact you oh. know, synonymous with each other so they're the same yeah i thought wow. they were completely different yeah well when you said emulsify i'm like i thought that was when you like grind stuff up into a, like a pulp Typically but a that's <laughs> not what that that it's yeah. that's called something else right but um, this is a mixing of oil and water i think to, to create yeah. like a cream or a paste yeah, and then but they heat it, right? It has to be. <laughs> I don't know about that. That might be pasteurization. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unfair advantage. I've had this kind of argument before, so I, got, I definitely. So you did your research. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> A quick Google search. <laughs> you asked Siri. Something she, like that. She produced the answers. So, okay, okay. So, uh, what was the two? Emulsification and homogenizing? Yeah, yeah. And then, so what? So, the uh, it's when you mix oil with water to create a cream. So, like mm -hmm. mayonnaise or something? Precisely. Boom. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. Well, yeah, those are cool. I, I actually like to make one. Well, I used to have a magic bullet. You guys have a magic bullet? No. Nah. They're fucking titties, dude. Like, if you like grinding food, <laughs> it's right for you. Um, it's like, <laughs> uh, but no, I'd, I'd make like a, um, like a, almost like a aioli mayonnaise type fucking thing, mm -hmm. a garlic aioli That's in nice. it. Sure, like a tomb, a Mediterranean garlic dip, you would... Mm. It even, I think it comes on like shawarma wraps and stuff. Oh shit! Um, that's not tzatziki, right? No, that's a cucumber and yogurt. Yeah, base, yeah that's what that is. Okay. Now we're just talking about food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, oh, I can we? talk about food. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what do you like to eat? It seems like you like to. Do you cook? For myself and for the family, yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. How long you been cooking for the family? I don't know, a few years, four or five years tops. So you're like, you're like one day you're like, hey, I just kind of know what I like, and it wasn't happening for me. So <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, ma. <laughs> so what? No, I'm not discrediting anyone. It's just certain things that like, I would want, and they yeah. would never happen. So I started to just. What 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 was it? What was it that you weren't liking? 
Like what? Oh, it wasn't anything that I wasn't liking. I guess I just there was things that I wanted that I couldn't get necessarily unless you were I just older, made them myself. Your palate was expanding. Absolutely. And you're like, you know what? I need to fucking fill this void. I tried some <laughs> things. I taste some taste, and I wanted more <laughs> out of the home cooking life. Have you traveled a lot? Oh, decent amount. I take a couple of vacations a year. Yeah. I go out west or sweet east coast, wherever I can get. Yeah. Whatever lines up. Hell yeah. No, fucking, it's incredible. And, like, going to different regions and shit, like, uh, we we were just coming from the south, um, Texas. And, like, you know, the south is known for barbecue. So, like, I was down there, I was visiting some family, and I was playing some gigs and shit. And I was like, I'm going to fucking go on a bender, you know? <laughs> like, I, 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 like, we started in Texas, and I was getting, like, I got this fucking meat platter. It was, like... $25 it was from this like um this food truck but it was just like just fucking it's like so, so like in Texas they love sausage and brisket like it's their shit but the like the brisket not they don't cook it in like barbecue sauce or anything it's just like they just grill it and you can add your barbecue sauce they, they, they I don't know how they do but it's oh yeah 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 it's not like it's gross or anything <laughs> some of it can be I did have some gross shit but so like that was bomb i had some ribs with that and they love sausage and brisket and then like we went to memphis and i was eating a fucking pulled pork sandwiches with the coleslaw and shit and uh where do we nashville and then louisville i think that's how they say it is that how they say it louisville it well i it always sounds like they're saying like loveville like louisville <laughs> yeah. like they're in a wool there nolens nolens yeah yeah weird shit Anyway, so with uh, this lineup, have you guys toured at all? Like, I think, didn't I see you guys play Dayton or something? Or am I getting yeah. mixed up with something? Yeah, we've played Dayton three times, I think. What is there like a spot in Dayton where jam bands go to play, or or do you, there's do you, yeah, it seems like there's a couple spots, and some of them have come and gone. But right now we're playing the Hannah's Bar down in downtown Dayton. They yeah. they host a lot of jam shows. Sweet, yeah. Who else? Jimmy's Ladder 11. That's a really cool place. Yeah, in Dayton? Yeah, it's Dayton area. It might be right outside mm. of Dayton. Or yeah. I've town, heard things about Peaches and Yellow Springs, too. Which is oh, where Dave Chappelle lives? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Hey, you never know. You never know. Um, what, so, what was like... What? Okay, so like this is what I'm noticing just being an outsider coming into Toledo is that there's like in especially in the region there's like you know and well in toledo let's just say in the toledo area there is like four or five or what six jam bands something like that kind of sprouted up in the last few years yeah absolutely in the last year or two two, two and a half yeah three two and a half what what do you think is what the fuck is that all about like because like okay so like i've been asking like uh, different jam guys uh and they're just t always talk about boogie matrix it's like were you guys familiar with those guys yeah i i love those guys and they're the ones i owe f to forget me into the jam scene really they introduced me took me under their wing really how did that happen Oh, I used to steal my brother's ID and go out to the bars, and I happened to catch them at a bar. Mm. And uh, the lead guitarist, Johnny K, I had a great time, loved it, and the lead guitarist, Johnny K, just started bullshitting with me after the show and gave me a CD, and I think I was, 
I think I helped him carry his gear and shit. (laughs) We were just buddies after that, and he kind of started taking me to different shows or taking me to festivals with him. Oh, sweet. So I got, I got, I don't know, lucky, I guess, to meet someone like that. Yeah, like almost like a mentorship. Absolutely. Um, so what, what do you think, what was the, some of the big things that you took away from that? Uh, musical influence and, uh, definitely the whole festival scene. It kind of got me into festivals, which I learned a lot from that. Just enough to start throwing our own festival. Yeah. Yeah. Which we got to talk about because I'm very interested in this. Um, so like what kind of festivals were, what festivals were you going to at that time? Um, I'm trying to. Uh, we used to go to Chamois Bash a lot. There was, we used to do, I, I'm trying to think of other ones. Winterfest, there was, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. Where, it's been where a long would they time. be? Cause like, Mostly around Ohio. Mm-hmm. Mostly around Ohio. Like Alan Nelson Ledges and Nelson shit? Ledges a few times. Um, a, lot of, a lot of shit in Dayton went down. Oh, okay. Um, down at Hannah's Camp. We actually play there now every, every now and again. Oh, sweet. Um, so so there's a lot of festivals different names and stuff in the area but it was uh, yeah sure smaller festivals yeah because okay so that the only reason well not the only reason the reason why i was asking you personally was because like when i left here it was like not that many uh going on i guess maybe there were and i was just oblivious so like when i left ohio it was like 2006 like the big thing was i mean hookah was still going pretty decently but like hookah kind of like peaked out in like 2000 you know like yeah. were you guys good like did you guys get into the hookah scene at all absolutely because they boogie would open up for them oh yeah. frequently or be on similar festival lineups yeah and uh i never got super super into them but i went to a lot of their shows and i met a lot of cool people through that were you, did you see them when they still had ed mcgee no oh okay so i've this seen him after and i've seen ed mcgee jam with some of their members recently mm-hmm. but no like okay so that was like that was the band when when i was younger <laughs> they were the ones we were going like hookahvilles and like i would go to nelson ledges and shit so like it seems like the festival scene is kind of like sprouted out a lot more around here between now and then and that's kind of where um uh i guess i'm going with this was oh what sort of prompted you guys to start organizing a festival well my dad's best friend Artie was throwing a festival every year called Wayne Stock so he had the property to do it Wayne Stock and is that his name Wayne is yeah that, that is his name Wayne yeah. Wayne nice <laughs> and, Wayne's. Uh, so and he plays with other bands right yes he does what does he play he plays guitar oh, okay yeah he's a shredder he's, he's good badass, yeah. Yeah, he's, a <laughs> badass. he's got a lot he's of cool badass. guitars too nice but uh so we knew it could happen and we knew everything we needed and we have all these connections with these bands just from playing around locally and mm-hmm. playing shows out of town in certain festivals so we uh met our now manager <laughs> we call worm andrew from glass town Frogtown grassroots okay and uh me and him just started talking about it we both had our own ideas that we both knew we wanted to do it we just mm-hmm. didn't know how it was going to happen when we met we were like click click connect the dots and yeah it's like al came in big time and yeah <laughs> a lot of okay, alley cat yeah, for, sure, for sure but yeah. the, 
when we started the ideas that's kind of where it sprouted from so what who has like the background in organizing like events and shit uh none of us <laughs> sweet <laughs> okay so you're so crash course i uh i was confident from going to enough events mm-hmm. that i knew the basics you know it's like kind and of you play and you and you've played a lot of festivals and shit too right so yeah. you kind of like saw background so like kind of what goes into it absolutely i've kind of hung out too and this uh kind of uh scene in dayton i guess a guy throws a lot of shows down there and mm-hmm. i've kind of watched those evolve so i learned from that and just see what, I mean, what there's a lot of basic things you need and just just cover your bases and learn what, sh- what did you learn from the growth from that guy um really just location is key um, and uh promotion promotion okay so then with this like do you, do you guys have to pull out permits and shit like what what goes into this like we do, you, do uh, insurance you got insurance insurance on the property for whatever however long if it's one 24 hours or 48 or whatever and then we have waivers that people sign at the door oh really just a non what do you what do you want to call it it's not non-disclosure it's a fucking uh it's it's just like non-responsibility right yeah yeah. it's like we are not responsible for you dying (laughs) or something is enough to yeah your choices aren't our responsibility yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Your choices are not our responsibility. Okay, so you got insurance. So you don't need permits because it's on private property? Or do you need a permit? Okay, well, we can skip this. <laughs> okay, so, uh, no, because I, I used to organize events and shit, too. So, like, I'm, I'm interested in, like, what goes on to do one of these out here. But, um, so, do you guys pull in sponsors? Yeah. This is our yeah. first year kind yeah, of poem. Yeah, stupid. Like, I like how you said <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dummy. Nah, no, there, no, was no, there was no stupid or dumb. No, 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 I know. <laughs> I, I threw that in for myself. Uh, so, so who, like, what, what was the process of going out and, like, getting sponsors? Like, who was calling we, people? We were just spending too much money on this because it was basically always been kind of a charity event. Like, pay the bands mm-hmm. and try to cover our bases. Yeah. And so most importantly, like try to get the bands paid. That's and awesome. Yeah, yeah. So force, from that we've evolved, you know, and trying to figure out how can we make this like actually work, so we're not spending, you know, thousands of dollars out of pocket to make this thing happen. Wow, holy shit, that's crazy. so. That's where the so you, sponsors came in, and we. Uh, so from the first year, so first year out <laughs> came out of pocket. You were charging admission. Yeah. Okay. So so. Uh, the first year, your uh, majority came out of pocket, or all came out of pocket. All of it came Pretty out of pocket, and we were able to pay back some of it or save some of it for mm-hmm. investing next year. Nice. Okay. Which so, worked out. Yeah. But we ended up spending that on the next event, which yeah. we needed it. Luckily, we had it. Oh that, yeah, that, that depleted that, and then yeah, like immediately first cost. You, you know, got because you guys did something in March. Was yeah. that you guys? It was in March, yeah. I think, right? End of March, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, spring event. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we call it the Halfway to Harvest. Halfway to Harvest. I, I like that I like that you had a, a Halfway to Harvest after your first harvest. It's just like, fuck it, we're doing it again, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to fire out of the hole. We are kind of doing something <laughs> different than other people were doing, and we had a good spot to do it. So and what? what's different? 
there's just no real other festivals going around going on in this area that can have camping and live bands mm-hmm. with multiple stages and vendors and all that. Like, oh, sweet. How many stages you have last year? Just two. Just two? Yeah. And then and then this year, is it going to be two again? Yeah. Cool. We kind of have a garage stage, though, too, a late-night garage stage, a barn hey, stage. There's no noise issues out there? No, it's kind of it's in a pretty secluded area. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, so... Um, so... So from this year to uh, from last year to this year, what's what's be- what did you guys uh, learn and how did you apply it? Don't wait so long to get to some shit done. Kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> stay oh, on top yeah. of things. That's pretty much the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just stay on top of it because yeah. once you let it go, it just starts catch it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you guys hoping to turn a profit for this one? Not really. We just want to break even and get everyone paid and make everyone happy. If we do turn a profit, we're not going to... It'll be invested yeah, into the, the next, next festival. Yeah. It will never be, pro- like, I guess, profit. It'll right. just be business funds. Yeah, machine oil. Machine. Oil for the machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, man. I dig that. So, so were you able to get the bands paid last year, then? Yeah. That's awesome. Especially for a first-year event like that. Well, I guess that happens a lot, but... Some Still. people kind of volunteered and w- didn't want money out of the get-go, and I'm, you know, so, yeah. just try to get them cast money if they're willing to take it. Yeah. And then uh, who was on your bill last year? Like, who were some of the, like, more headliner names? Uh, Electric like Orange Peel, yeah, Conscious Sub-T. Pilot, Subterranean. Yeah. What were Subterranean from? Dayton. Dayton? Yeah. Okay. Human Juice Box. Yeah. They're out of Maumee. Oh sweet! They're, okay, see, see, there's another one. I didn't. I've never even heard of those guys. So, so uh, like, I mean, I talked to Cactus Jack, talked to Funk Factory, I've talked to you guys. I reached out to Rustic Waters. I think where are they though? They're not here, right? They're in Finley, like Finley area. Yeah. They played at our last event. They're cool guys. Yeah, they support yeah. a lot and definitely helped out. Super sure. They'll be back in the fall too. Oh, you guys are going to do a fall event? Yeah, uh, this upcoming September will be the Sacred Harvest. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. 7th through the 9th? Yeah, 7th through the 9th. Gotcha. Okay, so <laughs> you have a spring and yeah. then a fall. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then what was the date again? September 7th and 8th. And how much are tickets? $60. At the gate. At the gate. So $40 that's what? Pre-sale? 40, 40 pre-sale Dang. for two days, 25 oh. bands. Yeah. Or 20, 20 ish bands. Yeah, ish. This there's in the area that I, I don't. You remember. can't put your finger on it. There could be some yeah. late night stuff that could just happen and yeah. come together. Do you, uh, did you did you guys do that last time? Did you guys just sort of like um, like have little pop up jams? Uh, just I, I don't think we we had a planned one earlier in the day, but man. we did have one planned one at the yeah. first harvest, which went really well. Yeah. Actually played three sets that that uh, day. Which you did yeah. with three different bands. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, who was the band? Well, first I played what with uh, our yeah. our other band T Bone Jones and the Atlas Moving Company. Well, the blues. Okay. Rock that? Oh shit! Trio. Do, you got, do you guys do you guys gig that out? Uh yeah. Every once in a while, we're looking to do that more. I think if for, we can for like cash gigs. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's blues yeah. based kind of stuff. Not all blues, but right. 
easy listening kind does wax tastic do like can you guys do a whole like night with like uh like you know like a three-hour gig at fucking like i don't know the barney or something we've played a three-hour gig at the bronze boar okay okay for sure and uh side busters side buster bar oh yeah yeah yeah. that's yeah we can do the whole night on our own i don't always prefer to do it because you know we got to stretch certain things and right it's it's just nice having the camaraderie with another band and yeah yeah like doing a, a actual Tag show team yeah destruction mm, yeah for sure production yeah what <laughs> so well i looked up your guys music and you guys have a, a few things up it's but it's mostly vamps like i was saying but then you do have like this one produced song <laughs> that oh, yeah. i i'm just curious about i mean like it's it what you guys are saying is that the stuff that's out like right now to listen to is more of an idea and not really a concrete yeah uh, uh, presentation of it's, what you guys are now yeah yeah i guess we're we're right now crafting something that we can be standing behind and be like yeah listen to this because mm-hmm. like what we have now is like it's just a point of reference, I guess. Yeah, you it's like, I mean? here, this yeah. is kind of what we do Which sometimes. isn't bad. I'm just being honest. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dogging yeah. at all. No, I'm yeah. just, I'm just but, asking. Yeah. So, what was, so what's that one produced That one song? produced song was uh, in a period when we had no bass player. Mm-hmm. So we were just jamming as a duo. Oh, okay. And I was doing electronic stuff on top of the guitar and with him playing drums. So that you way just, we keep keep jamming I don't know. <laughs> fucking like, wheels are still on the vehicle you know we had to keep keep the show on the road <laughs> yeah, i understand man Absolutely. it's like sometimes it's just like down to the last two guys standing right yeah. <laughs> it's like we're the last ones here i don't know yeah we're we gonna do this or not <laughs> if not then i'm just gonna so sit at home did know? you guys just record that like in a home studio or yeah so is there any plans to go into like a real studio or are you guys just doing like home studio stuff for now not home studio with uh maybe option of doing some stuff maybe mixing and mastering outside mm-hmm. as i don't yeah. know it depends on how long how many times you listen to the song <laughs> you have to get get outside of it to it, mix and master sometimes dude i'm with you there yeah. like you, you'll just listen to the same thing over and over again and then you get that fatigue right yeah where it's just like i don't know if it fucking so- i don't i don't fucking right it's just or like you think home. you hear something different but it's not actually there and then you fuck up your mix and you listen to it the next day you listen to it in the car the bass is like <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. like it's it's like it's being puked out of the amp and sure. gliding out for sure with ease <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So the, many car, the car test is the true. The true it is. It really yeah, is. The, the car. T- um, uh, Jack White. You know Jack White. Yeah, for sure. He has this studio in. I think it's Nashville, right? I that's think that's his at. base. Yeah. Um. He. He has. Um. He has. He can. He can, He's like one of the only rigs that can do a live to vinyl recording, like his studio. Huh. His studio also has fucking uh, a transmitter that is like a ra- sends it over a radio frequency, so he can go out into his fucking Mercedes and fucking listen to <laughs> it on the on the system wow. through radio waves. And, and if it's it, that's the final test for him, he's like, if it sounds good like this, then it's fucking done. So convenient. <laughs> so convenient. Oh, dude, that dude has like a little playland. 
<laughs> I suggest everyone who's anyone who's interested in recording or engineering to check out um, Tape Ops podcast, and it's fucking uh, they do one with Jack White, and he talks about he goes into depth about like his his techniques and shit. Super interesting if you like to do that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Um, check it out. <laughs> but it's. Uh, yeah, dude, that dude's a fucking that dude's a maniac, man. <laughs> like it's just, it's cool. I love that shit. I love that like old vintage shit, you know. Right, like, where you can turn knobs. Yeah, yeah, the vinyl. vinyl. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, sexy vinyl. Right, right? yes, a physical piece of music. Yeah. You can look at artwork the size of your face. Right. And, you know, <laughs> it's right there in front. <laughs> <It's> there. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm so bummed. Like I'm, all my vinyl is out in San Diego in a fucking in a. It, in a storage unit, probably all like warping from the heat because yeah. they just uh, had this heat wave out there. Damn! <laughs> oh, thousands of dollars. What's your price? <laughs> what's your prized possession in your collection? Uh, my records. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Put them on the spot. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me go through my discogs. Uh, I have this like. <laughs> Whose podcast is this? <laughs> I have no. It's fine. It's a conver- It's supposed to be more of a conversation, but. Um, it's whatever. It's whatever it is at the time, right? Um, uh, I really love this Sarah Vaughn album that it's fucking, like, I've never been able to really find it anywhere else. And there's this one song I've been hanging around and, um, it's just like probably, it's, it's like if heroin could be music that it, it would be hanging around by Sarah, Sarah fucking Vaughn. And like, I looked on YouTube trying to find that song. And it's like I can't even find it. It's not even out there. It's just on this record huh. of Sarah Vaughn's. And I don't know if it's worth anything. I have like a Sarah Vaughn. I have some really nice jazz albums that are like original jazz albums that are worth something. But I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to hear good music. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I would say that one's probably like my favorite. And Ooh. like it's probably not worth shit. Um, or it's worth a lot. Or it's just whatever. But to me, that thing is, that to me is my favorite because of that song. I mean, the whole album is amazing. It's just all like, you know, swingy, jazzy, Saravon, Saravon. Um, but yeah, man, what's yours? Um, I don't know. I, I think about it. <laughs> I know, it's a hard question. <laughs> I asked you a question I don't have the answer to at the moment. That's okay. I, mean, I do that all the time. I mean, in terms of like value, I guess, like personal value. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's like, probably like, uh, the moody blues on the threshold of a dream. Oh, sweet. It has like, uh, I don't, I'm not a big moody blues fan, but like mm-hmm. that album in particular, just like, she's awesome. Gives me the feelies kind of, yeah. I feel you, man. Um, yeah. like, aha, Steely Dan. It's yeah, like, dude, that's a great, great album. It's an amazing album, but like, and you listen to the other albums and it's like, it's okay. But like that album right there is just... Yeah, it just has it. It's it's fucking it, um, shit. Deacon Blues. Fuck oh yeah, man, God, dude. And Black like, Cow. Black Cow. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the one? Um, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, Deacon Blues is the one. Me and my wife cover Deacon Blues. Nice. Um, when I can, and when I have the sheet music for it or the chord charts for it. Yeah, there's Otherwise, chords in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. It's like those assholes that had all that jazz shit going on too. Um. Because what Wayne Shorter's on that? Oh, uh, is he really? He's the one who's huh. doing the saxophone so- yeah. solos for um, um, 
fuck whatever song it's that is where there's a saxophone song. Yeah. I'm so bad with this. I'll read the liner notes on that. Um, Michael McDonald does background vocals on that thing. Yeah. Uh, he cool. does. Uh, he's it, it's fucking it's loaded, man. It's a loaded album. It's fucking. Uh, you guys got Netflix? Not anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, get a fucking password. They yeah. have this whole series of show of of documentaries that was probably on like A and E or something a long time ago, of uh, where they go inside the making of an album. So they do um, <coughs> Dark Side of the Moon, okay. and they do Good. fucking cool. Aha. Um, they do. Mm-hmm. I think they the do Sound City one. The Second City one. Sound City. Oh, oh yeah, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Yeah, the HBO one. Oh was, fuck yeah! That was pretty good. That was amazing. Where did they? There's this one. Uh, what's his name was on there from Beatles too. Uh, McCartney. Yeah, Paul yeah. was on there. He. Uh, oh, that was the movie, right? It was yeah, a documentary uh, of the documentary movie, whatever. Or was that the HBO series? <laughs> it was a movie, like her. Yeah, it was a documentary. Yeah. Movie. Documentary yeah. Movie. yeah. Because because <laughs> he did at least as a movie as a film. It was a film, yeah. Yeah, it was a film, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we established it. We established that. No commercials, was not. It was a film. No, because he did one where he... Um, he was... Uh, he was traveling from studio to studio for HBO. And he goes to this one where one of the... One of the, like... Uh, not the sound room, but the the like the actual studio itself. One whole side of the w- it was in a cave, and it was just rock oh, cave, cave, and rock? then ca- cave rock. <laughs> I think I might have heard of this. They had a fucking hole set up in a cave before. Yeah, they had this set up in a cave, but, but they treated the rest of it so like it absorbs like the sounds right. and shit. But like, uh, I mean, apparently it has like beautiful sounds yeah. and whatever. It's it's like it's, it's shit you nerd out about. I've definitely right. heard of that though. Uh, so do you do you do vinyl too? No, sir. No, I'm not that hip. Oh. Or maybe I'm just naive. I've just never gotten to the vinyl. Never. My parents never had a record player. Hmm. Yeah. I grew up with CD players, and that was just Same. what was well, right available. We had a little vinyl. The little ones, yeah. Well, like rectangle box. Oh. I mean, I had some cassettes in the early days for sure. Get your Walkman out. Right on. <laughs> so fucking what uh. So what's the? I'm trying to think how to word it. Ah, fuck it. Uh, so what's like a weakness you guys are working on musically, as in your playing? So like, for example, when I ask this question, I give an example. It's like um, my left hand on the piano isn't is isn't up to where my right hand is. So fuck it, I have to run drills with that sometimes when I do it. Um, but. So that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm working on, and, or something that you've overcome in the past, or something that you're working on now. Let's go first. Um, my knee. I just been having some knee issues with. Uh, I do a lot of mountain biking and wakeboarding and other things, and my knee will get really swollen, and that the action of just kicking that kick drum all the time was hurting. Mm. So I decided to do something about it just because it was getting really annoying. So I started with massage, then I changed up my diet, quit oh. eating meat, and I've been pretty good so far. You quit eating meat? Yeah, it's been a month actually today. What uh, what about meat that made it inflamed? I just 
it was kind of a personal choice beyond mm. that too. But I knew that was I I I didn't know for a fact, but it seemed like that was going to help from the from what I had heard and mm-hmm. research I had done. Wh- so, uh, what was your personal? What was part of your personal decision for that? Are you against like? Slaughtering of animals. Pita, is it? Not completely, because I do love to eat brisket and all this barbecue <sighs> we were talking about earlier. Yeah, so but good. it was just a health choice. I wanted to be. I'm trying mm. to. Ma- I just want to maximize my output. <laughs> Seems like I want. I want to feel out. better. Yeah. And recover better. I. I don't know. Were you into sports in school and stuff? I played golf in high school. <laughs> were you good? <laughs> It depends on your definition on, on good. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Your standard. Your standard? <laughs> I like to believe I was good. Okay. And I had some good shots. But an overall player, I was a poor player. You were a poor player. And I still am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Golf is one of those things I never get better at. <laughs> like pool. Pool. Oh, you, yeah. you don't get better at pool? No. If you play more. Yes. Your dad was like, just throw that thing on top of my, my keyboard on top of the pool table. Like, you want me to put it on the pool table? I mean, I don't want to fuck your shit up. Oh, no, Valuable real estate. <laughs> it's it's like nobody wants, like, if you put that shot on Craigslist, someone's going to be like, no one wants that shit. No one wants a pool table. I would. You would get it? Oh, fuck yeah. Make an offer. There it is. On, I don't got room for it. Though. We'll Backyard. see that. Backyard pool table in Ohio. I built a little like fucking deck and a little like gazebo with a shed over it for that thing. That was beautiful. I'd go out there every night, and shoot pool, and close it in with the screen porch so I can let the you know nice summer air in there, and I can bro- have roll down doors for the winter and shit. Put a little hot dog heater. Oh come on! Yeah, hot dog. Just pushing the limit. <laughs> I can play pool year round. There you go. Do you really Any like pool that much? I mean, <laughs> and eat hot dogs. Nice to have. It's nice to comedy to have. So mm. That's something to do. But are you good at? It? I'm, I'm mediocre. <laughs> it's a bell curve sport. You start out so somewhat sober, and yeah. you're all right, and you get better and better as you get a little more booze in your system. Oh, and then I see. you get too much, and you drop down. And then it's just down. like, then you're just, it all. yeah, you're just throwing balls at people. <laughs> no, well, that's what I was bad. doing, anyway. <laughs> that's fucking good. <laughs> so, with this festival, what do you guys hope for to come of it? Like, what you want to just keep growing? Do you guys expect it to keep growing? Do you guys expect growth this year? Yeah, I think so. Kind of building on a brand and an image. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want it to grow too big. We want to keep it somewhat kind of like a local event. I like it kind of being somewhat exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, just kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Totally, man. That that that's like there's something about being just like out in fucking the wilderness. I know that's not like completely the wilderness, but like, but I there's. But there's something about just being out there where there's like I just feel like there's this pressure that like is alleviated, you know what I mean? Like, like when you can't hear cars going by, you can't hear fucking like little kids screaming or whatever. You fucking and it's just like nothing but the sound of like wilderness. Like it's fucking incredible. It just it just makes it's like it's like uh, have you ever been to the redwoods at all? 
and fucking any of like the Pacific Northwest at all. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I just want to fucking. I just want to live there forever. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. It is. Um. Yeah. So you guys are gonna. You guys want to keep in the same location. You don't want to get out of control. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Sure. We're gonna do another event or do it elsewhere. We would want to make create another event. Oh, so this in the home Mm. area. What what where did the name Sacred Harvest kind of come from? Brain oh. stew, but I mean brain stew, spitballing yeah. and yeah. it kind of just is a special piece of property with all the different fruits and veggies and things that grow out there. We found morel mushrooms out there. I oh found really? Two arrowheads out there. Oh wow! Just a cool piece of property. Yeah, our, our bass player Sage and kind of like, I think what was his, like we were kind of just like throwing a bunch of words around, but. He kind of had like the harvest was getting yeah. thrown around a lot. Yeah. And he threw it, and I think I think he brought the sacred yeah. to the table, and yeah, he just kind of from there. Just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that was kind of our process. Yeah, it's not shit. We had a few people kind of. We had we had Andrew kind of throwing yeah. ideas, and we kind yeah. of all finally agreed on sacred harvest. So would you technically set, would it, would there be a cap on the limit of tickets then f- for sale? Yes, absolutely. Have you guys thought about that already? Yeah. Like, what would be the most then? The most is probably three hundred. Three hundred people. Yeah. Really? You want to keep it that small? I mean, not small. That's a lot of people. It, but it's it's but, small enough though. It's yeah. manageable. Mm-hmm. We keep it manageable and keep it right. You, keep it fam kind of family oriented or yeah, close, a, tighten it. Yeah, I can uh, I see, I can see that man. Do you guys camp out or absolutely? Do you, do you guys have like a like a are you, are you guys gonna have like green rooms and shit? We usually do a green room with some food and stuff for the yeah. bands, mm-hmm. beer, whatever we can provide. Yeah. Sometimes people donate stuff, which is cool. Hell yeah. Um, I know some of the sponsors this year will provide some stuff, and we usually provide some stuff ourselves, whether it be food or booze or whatever we can. Is uh, is who are some of your sponsors? Uh, this year, Wildside Brewing here in town. Oh, where you work? And uh, the Headshed. Oh, sweet. So Hell yeah. They I- each got their own stage set up. Oh, nice. So they, they sponsored a stage. Yep. Hell yeah. That's cool. And then, so with sponsorship, are they paying for, like, the sound and the building of the stage and all that? Or is it, are they just signing a check to you guys? Like, what, I mean, they're, if you don't want to go into It's going towards the sound and the stage. Okay. That's so exactly just, what it's going towards. Okay. And then, so those are your two main sponsors? You, get, you guys got anybody? We don't have any other ones at the moment. Are you looking? Kind of, kind of not. We kind of put our feelers out there, and that's good. Yeah. We could, we could push for some more, but mm-hmm. we haven't really been pushing too hard for that. Yeah. When you, what was your pitch when you went to the, went to like the headshot? Oh, I don't know. Andrew kind yeah. of got that yeah. one. Um, Andrew. they, they were wanting to vend anyway, so mm-hmm. we kind of just worked it in that way. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they're gonna have like a little vendor out there as well. Yeah. Yeah. They get a, a booth as well. What's uh, what's what's with like the alcohol situation? Oh, it's a BYOB event. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a niche thing with the whole wild side being a sponsor. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a pre-party. Uh, what is it? Is that August twenty-four? Twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, at the Bronze Boy. Yeah. I'm yeah. playing that too. Okay. Hey! Hey! Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Watch out. Can't wait. What is that? That's a fundraiser or? Uh, uh, it's just a pre-party yeah. kind of promotional huh. event where that's like that's a chance tight. to uh, get wild side in on it because mm-hmm. we can't really sell beer and stuff out there. Right. Um, that's a whole other thing, yeah. So that's just kind of a way for us to get that get them worked in and, and promote the event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, how long is it? Is it a two-day event? This yeah. year will be our first two-day event. It's oh. been a single day. Oh, it's been I mean, one day. I guess it would be like a set. We had it like Saturday, and then we kind of drift into Sunday. But this yeah. year we're having full two days, two is, nights of music. Is Wax Hasik playing two nights? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, we haven't officially said yes or no, um, but I think, There's yeah. some things in the yeah. works. Yeah. Oh, 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 all right, all right. Um, yeah. So who are the headliners? <laughs> this, you guys, you guys, there's, like, still some headliners you to announce, right? I know. Yeah, I'm not uh, asking I you. I think, actually, it's all, it's all announced. It yeah. out, Did it just come out? Yeah, who was the last? The other yeah. day or so. Yeah. Who was the last? Uh, it'd be uh, Chris Hauser from the works. Oh, nice. Um, I think we had Pronto from Columbus, uh, Bacano from Toledo. Pluto. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me think here. There's something obvious. Desmond Jones, I think. Well, yeah, Desmond yeah. Jones. I, I do. Those guys are awesome, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Was it Melophobics guys? Yeah. Yeah. Nine. I, can't, I can't quite think off the top of my head right now. I have to look at the fire. Yeah. The works are from Dayton, right? Correct. Those are That's a Dayton yeah. band. How long have they been around? I don't I'm know. Sure. know. I, 10 years is as far as I know. I'm not really sure. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, because they, they really built a little festival thing for themselves. The workout, I mean, Absolutely. like, I've been seeing those um, flyers going around that's a fucking line of lettuce and shit that's fucking cool yeah, heavy hitters yeah. what, what did what, do you know what they're doing like what I mean like I know they're I don't know like I'm not I'm not trying to say like are you trying to be that I'm saying like what do you know how they're like sort of built that out or do you just not pay attention to them like that I kind of got an idea just through promotion and mm-hmm. having the right people running it and uh location and, ha- and having the right bands yeah yeah um do you, you guys have like a volunteer system set up we do we got a good group of volunteers that kind of been volunteering almost at every event oh yeah. that's cool that's we're awesome. always looking for more and we always need more <laughs> does sure. sacred harvest ha- it, you guys have your own website for that right yeah yeah there's a forum on the website uh sacred harvest uh, music fest i think it's fest right not festival.com yeah, but you have a thing a uh, flyer around. Um, not at the moment. Yeah, it's on. It's on. I like can. The, I'll definitely put the link in the show that's notes. That's cool. So yeah, people could just uh, go ahead and click on it directly from the show. Cool, man. Um, the uh, the um. I was gonna say, fuck, dude. I hate getting higher and fucking just being a stoner boner. No, I'm not. But like, it's still like it throws me off for the rest of the day. The rest of the day, I'm just like in a cloud of fucking bunk. Uh, and I'm not saying I hate getting high. Anyways, we're gonna move on from this. Uh, 
me being high thing. Uh, <laughs> so, what are some seminal albums for you guys? Like, for seminal albums. Like albums that just like changed the way you fucking viewed how music is done. Oh, shit. For me, it was like Bitches Brew. Okay, that's like one of my number one. That's right on. so that's where I go. But uh, Presence by Zeppelin. That album influenced okay. me a lot. Yeah. Definitely, that was in my CD player for years. Yeah, you like Bono? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I listened to a lot of Buckethead. I, I pulled a lot of inspiration from Buckethead. Oh, Buckethead? Oh, shit, that dude's fucking crazy. He's a bad boy. Yeah, he's a character for sure. I've never, I've never really listened to one of his albums. What, what is it like? What it's, is it like it's metal and shit? It's a lot of shred. Yeah, a lot of shred. Not, but he has various stuff. He has stuff from kind of electronic feel to ballads to metal. It's kind of interesting. He's got a little bit of everything. Some of it's really off the wall and mm. obscure. Some of it's simple and just kind of beautiful or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. I saw someone had a Mastodon shirt wrapped around one of those little brew things. You guys into Mastodon? Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've always been a Mastodon fan since it, I don't know. It, when, I don't know when they formed or whatever. Right. When I, I've known them for a few years now. I've seen them a few times live. Fucking, is it Crack the Sky? Is that yeah. what it is? Oh, that Blood Mountain album. Was Blood Mountain? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> You're, yeah, That's man. That's the one that hooked yeah. me in. Yeah. Yeah. Saw him on that tour, I think, against me. Oh, like fucking. Um, how long ago was that? No, I it saw was like against. Oh seven or something. Oh okay, yeah, because yeah. I saw against me. They were in Detroit, and then they played Indianapolis, and we drove to Indianapolis just to see those guys. And they're fucking cool ass dudes too. <clears throat> they were just like chilling because my friend Josh went to the Detroit show, and just started chatting it up with the singer. Right, and then he was like, oh, dude, come to my indie show. It's in all ages. And they put us on the list and shit. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. That's cool. And then that whole time, he was like, I am uncomfortable in my own skin. <laughs> I think I want to cut my dick off. Which, whatever. That's cool with him. Whatever he wants to do. Um, have you have you guys listened to any of the new stuff? Uh, not not lately, yeah. honestly. Was that was, like a different time? No, I just, yeah, kind of like I honestly fell out when... Uh, what's that one that came out in '09? It was the no, one no. after. I like, fell out like way. Yeah, it was. Early, it wasn't like the the Cavalier, the 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 one with the Cavalier. And there's the one where it's like it's just like a black and white uh, cover. I can't remember what it's called. That was uh, like starting to get real poppy, but like the the one I fell out was with like Bush Fig. He like produced it. Oh, okay. Got, like, it was just like too produced. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Because like, they were like they always had that like DIY sound. Yeah, for sure. That's why around. I like yeah. them. Because you could tell that like dudes were in a basement. <laughs> yeah, just put that fucking thing. Yeah. I love those. I love those recordings that are like just unintentionally beautiful. You know, just like you could. They sound like shit, but like beautiful in the same way. Um, there's this. I got this record. It's from this African dude. It's just, it just like this dude had like a couple cents, and he was like in Africa, like doing some shit. Just, just this poor dude. What the fuck is his name? God damn it! I wish I could remember his name. And I know Africa is a big fucking right. continent. <laughs> so like saying Africa is like saying like it's in Canada. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, anyways. He has these, like, this, it's just, like, he recorded on some, like, old Tascam tape thing, reel-to-reel, and 
And it's just like the weirdest, synthiest, weird, but it has like Afrobeat shit going on it. I huh. wish I could remember his name. I'm such an asshole. Um, the, anyways, it, it's just like, it's just one of those fucking albums where it's just like, it's just unintentionally beautiful and, oh God, those are good. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll say my, like, couple albums are, like, Pavement. I'm oh, a big okay. Pavement fan. All right. So, Wowie Zowie's, like, got, like, a little piece of my heart, kind of. Okay. But uh, then, like, I'm a big fan of Fish. Oh, yeah. But I don't really like to let that dictate things too much, kind of. <laughs> there's so much there's so much music. Oh, I know, you know I know. I, mean? I know. Really when, well, I know it's, a, it's an intentionally difficult question just because yeah. it you tends to like people will be like well i can't just say one i don't fucking know you know like when yeah. you ask me it's like well i don't fucking know like there's like millions of them and they're all like everybody has their own thing sure. and has their own style yeah so in the jam in the jam world if you're just talking about jam it, it's fish for you yeah i guess uh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. what about you that's a tough one. Oh, <laughs> it varies a lot, um, but probably I don't. I'm more into the funk thing, so I like the la- galactic probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. galactic. And New, or- New Orleans kind of. Did you Did fun. you see him when they were just here with lettuce? I around? sure did. Where'd you go? House of Blues. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. You went to the Cleveland show. I went to the Detroit show. Fuck it. that show was so good it made me want to be a better person dude like i fucking i was tripping dick first of all fucking and they <laughs> sent me to like another planet but like it was just so fucking good man like goddamn um, my my biggest influences in modern music adam deitch from mm-hmm. lettuce the drummer and stanton moore from galactic yeah they're great they're great. They're all good, man. They are so good. The fucking... I think the guitarist for Galactic... I think it was Galactic who... The guitarist, he just looked like he was fucking, like, sweating and just, like, struggling to be up there. But maybe that's just how he looks all the time. <laughs> but he was just, like... Argh! He was all sweaty. and Like, he looked like he was, like, diabetic or something. And, but... Give that man some sugar, dude. <laughs> Get him a banana and some orange juice. <laughs> he... But then again, it was probably just me being high on drugs and <laughs> just projecting. And, yeah, and just projecting whatever weird shit comes to <laughs> floating in from the ether. <laughs> so, so with this festival, all these bands and stuff are these were these bands that you guys just reached out personally to to come and do it, or did you guys have someone that was sort of like centrally booking for you guys? Andrew does yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. Who's but Andrew? He's uh, the other guy. Oh, he's yeah. your frog the, town the man. Yeah. Roots. yeah, the yeah the partner, the guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. So, so it's you two and him that are basically the. It's like wax tastic in Frog Town. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, Cody and Sage. Everyone's yeah. got their own parts to it. What yeah. What is What does he do? Like, what's like What's his gig? Like, what's his day? Andrew. Gig? Yeah. Um, I think he's he's I think he's working on building the scene mm-hmm. and and working on building it from having people from out of town play, but making it so that way they can actually make some money mm-hmm. and make it worth their while, I guess. Right. And I think that goes 
quite a long way if you're gonna be driving a few hours right at least be taken care of yeah totally and yeah host proper yeah. events where yeah. everyone can come out happy in the end Would from from the bands to the promoters to the bars to the crowd for sure yeah all the way around that's cool man and and what like so like you guys were talking about sponsorship for the stages and shit, but like, fuck it. So is all the money for like paying bands and like, you know, setting stuff up and whatever, is that all coming out of your business from the other ones or is that coming out of pocket still? I'm just, I'm curious. It'll be a little yeah. bit of both. both. Mm -hmm. We'll pull some from our band fund, our personal band fund sometimes if we have yeah. to. Mm -hmm. or we'll, we'll each kind of delegate who wants to pay for what or mm -hmm. who will kind of pitch in for certain things and we kind of have we've actually had some private sponsors that kind of paid for certain certain bands to yeah. say i want this band on i'll reach out to them and pay for them oh wow bring them on and say That's okay sweet. they can have this day mm -hmm. this time yeah do it yeah, why not? hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah and you up bitch <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Which is That's cool. Because yeah. it no, helps I, us out and it helps the bands out. Yeah, yeah. It's more incentive for people. Like, people are getting to see what they want, right? Like, right. I mean, they're yeah, essentially right. yeah, I mean, choosing. We're really trying to reach out, too. We're trying to get more Michigan bands, more Dayton, Columbus, mm -hmm. and like kind of bring I I this did whole see, area. I did combine. see that, like, when you look at because, like, Desmond Jones is from Grand Rapids, Michigan, or right? Yeah. Is that right? And then fucking Orange Peel is from Columbus, and yep. then... We got uh, one some tea out of yeah, Dayton. Dayton. We got Pronto out of Columbus. Yeah. Conscious Pilot out of Columbus. Yeah. So Columbus has kind of a scene going on, sure. huh? Sure. So does Michigan, too. We yeah. got uh, Paddlebots. Yeah. Malophobics. Malophobics. Yeah. Casual. Casual. Yeah. And Desmond Jones. Yeah, Desmond Jones. Damn. It sounds exciting, guys. That's really cool. Like Along it's really cool to the, see this. The local heavy hitters, yeah. you yeah. guys. Uh oh. Green Acre Sessions. Yeah. Kano, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Rustic Waters. Rustic Waters. Funk Factory. Funk Factory. Human uh, Juice Box. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. That, Probably forgetting people. But I think I. I mean that like. That's yes. really. That's really actually a brilliant idea to fucking bring like regional. Yeah, bring those these regional acts that fucking you know like that that are really good and fucking just kind of stuff them together and do it like that, man. Yeah, it's cool because the the crowd's receptive to it, and not all the people have actually seen these. You know, a lot of people mm -hmm. haven't heard of these bands or seen some of these bands. Right. They're right in that wheelhouse where yeah. people are gonna like it. If they don't, they can relate to it in some way. <laughs> so, have you been doing good pre-sales? Yeah, it's always it's always interesting how the pre-sales work. It seems to become more of a last-minute commodity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> it's always a surprise. We're like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. Is this gonna be good? And then you know, the, <laughs> that, that's a couple a days before, it's like, oh, like okay. okay, sweet. That's gonna help. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. No, the it's miracles. it's definitely uh, there's that definitely risk and reward. The kind of whole relationship there, double-edged sword. Yeah. It makes it's it fun, I think. It's like you're about to, you know, yeah. jump in the fire of the, of the oh, volcano. Take but the step like, are you going to have a good time with it or not? <laughs> oh, dude, it's, um, like... Are you going to land on a rock in a volcano? 
bottom. <laughs> Dude, Are you but, melt first? but that's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, even if the worst thing happens, it's not like it's, it's not like you're gonna die. It's not like your family member's gonna get cancer or something. It's right. like it's like fucking. You know, it's like you might lose some money, and in the end, it's fucking. It, it's gonna be. We a might party ruin a anyway. bunch of people's nights too. You know? <laughs> That's I mean, true. If things are not going well. Oh no. <laughs> we strive but, for excellence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like everybody I talk to about like your guys' festivals seems pretty happy about it. So like, I don't. I don't know. I've only talked to a couple. People. <laughs> so. <laughs> There might couple be some as in two. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a couple different bands, you know. Right <laughs> Upwards uh, of. Well, I, I. <laughs> so, okay. All right. The, what's your, uh, so what if you were gonna expand the the festival? What 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 would be like a. Uh, your idea of doing that like what would you do to like expand it or are you even interested in doing something separate to be even bigger we've definitely kicked yeah. we've definitely entertained the thought but uh at the moment it's just a lot we need i think we need to develop what we have further before we kind of take the next step into the next pair of shoes the next no i understand yeah. but i mean like what what would be like your plan of action or have you even gone that far with it we've talked plan of action money we need bigger bands yeah bigger plot of land yeah more space Um, bigger bands i mean we can (laughs) we can host the event we can do it right we Mm -hmm. can keep it organized it's just a matter of having the room to do it and having the capital to pull it off right are you guys having like stage managers and like fucking runners and all that shit? He's, a, he's definitely a stage manager. He's definitely you keep him on the ball. Guy, you know, he's, like he's not drunk. He's <laughs> not just joking. Uh, we gotta get it. You gotta catch him earlier on. <laughs> By the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, now he's fucking. He's the first person to be. He's more of a, there yeah. asking for help right. or so asking if first responder. Help. Yeah. Later in the in the latter part of the day. <laughs> do you guys when you're in the when you're in the shit when it's going on? Do you guys feel kind of like pulled in like fucking so many directions? At the festival, it's hard yeah. for me to enjoy it. Yeah, because you're always on, right? Because you always have to put out fires and shit. Well, I mean, I'm not saying fires. Yeah, sometimes I, f- I, I always feel like when I'm at the, when, I, when it actually happens, I'm usually almost waiting for it to be over because I got to check <laughs> on everybody, all the volunteers, and I'm trying to make sure that, you know, Cody's yeah. back there good and the mm-hmm. bands are on time and checking with the stage guys. Mm-hmm. Just and then you gotta play on. real quick. There's a lot going on, <laughs> and then I'm playing. Then I gotta play, get sets too. So that's yeah, always yeah. an added, you know. For some reason, I always wait till the last minute to bring my gear out there too. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I gotta run and get my gear, and I have to be set up in less than an hour. Oh, <laughs> you guys, you guys don't, you guys aren't doing any backlining. Sometimes, uh, yeah. When that's the thing about applicable. two stages, mm-hmm. as we can have one swapping out with the other one playing on. A different right, stage. right, right. Yeah. yeah, so Helps. one side to another, yeah. Yeah, but we have backline a few things. The we uh, I I did like these street fairs and shit. Um, not street fairs, but like uh, block parties. Right. And I did it in OB in Ocean Beach where I was living <laughs> in San Diego, and it's like, dude, I know <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying when you're like, 
I don't enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it being end. But when you're done with it, like the like when it's all said and done, everything's cleaned up the next day. It's like the coolest feeling in the fucking world, isn't it? Isn't it's it like surreal? And holy <laughs> shit, we just did that. Like, yeah. We just fucking like we just blew all these people. We always, and, I always ride that wave uh, pretty much until I pass out somewhere too. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah, Sunday night. Just like Fernando. he's got his shades on. I can't really tell what's going on, but he's not saying much. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's it's an incredible feeling to like be like. And, and like, do you, I mean, like, do you take the moments and, like, where, like, you see a, a crowd of people just, like, completely enthralled in, like, whatever's going on on stage and, like, and you just see it all, like, when it's happening, coming together, like, do you, do you take time to enjoy that or is it, are you just, like, I'm in motion, I gotta go? I take, I definitely take my time to enjoy it when I can. What, I mean, because, um, like. There's always a certain time of the night where I can let loose, especially, like, after our last you know, set of the night or right. my last gig, I guess, of the night. I can usually let loose for a while, especially late in the later part of the night when, mm. you know, things, you know, people stop rolling in as fast and there's a little less to worry about as far as people running the gate. and the yeah. <laughs> Do you have people sneaking in and shit? We haven't had too have much problem him? with that. We no. kind of got a security force set up. With, a security uh, force, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Now is the security like just private friends? Let me hit that fucking thing. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> it's a private force. Cigars are good. Right now we got a uh, a private company. Oh okay. That will be doing it this year, but we kind of had him and the help of the other volunteers that keep on top of it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Ooh. I used to fucking sneak into Hoogaville like all oh, fucking that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm sure there's people that have sneaked, snuck in, and honestly, a lot of times late night, there's it'd be easier if you're yeah. talking really late night. It's hard to yeah. keep volunteers at the gate, you know, at two and three in the morning. Right, right. Do you have a lot of volunteers sort <laughs> yeah, of like dip? Do you guys have like volunteers sort of like dipping out in the middle of the day and shit, and just like you find them drunk somewhere? <laughs> or it's something? definitely happened, but you know, through that we kind of have. Of uh, red flag certain. You definitely red flag certain people as volunteers for that reason. (laughs) It's like you will not be coming back. But you know, come the day of the event, you need help. That person comes available. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me up. (laughs) Said person. (coughs) Yeah, the uh, I volunteered at festivals like that too and i was i was the worst like i'm just like the worst worker unless it's something i'm super interested in if i'm not super interested in it i find i go <laughs> out of my way to figure out how to not work like i work harder not working than actually doing my job i uh, i know i know how that goes <laughs> but it's like but what what, what what sucks is that like hard like musicians are hard workers but like some of them are just not wired to fucking sit there and like do something monotonous and fucking like you know it's like a mind of a creative is and i'm not trying to put myself above anybody or say anything about people work and shit like real jobs or whatever but i'm just saying for me personally i can't fucking stand it it's like prison i just fucking melt this is like i worked a cubicle job for like three years and like fucking Oh, dude, it's just, it's fucking prison for me. For me. 
but I don't know. Do you guys kind of have that same view of it? Absolutely. I'm kind of in a good position where I work at this brewery where we have black music and I can I can bartend and I also brew beer so I get to kind oh, of do sweet. both worlds and is that all your brew stuff out there? Yeah, that is. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Uh, you guys, what kind of bands do you book down there? Or just the bands, or do you guys Mostly do acoustic? Like acoustic. Oh, sweet. Do those things and songwriter stuff. Oh, right on. Um, Various people. Andrew Ellis just played there the other night. Uh, oh, cool. Brian Roth plays there. Uh, Bob Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. All sorts of people coming through. Sweet. Our buddy Mount Castle. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you do the booking? I, I have helped with it. I don't tip. I'm not the guy in charge. Uh, right now, the owner Nick's doing the booking, and actually Andrew from Frogtown. He's actually kind of a liaison on that. I guess if you could say maybe <laughs> he's doing some booking or helping with that the, there. So does Andrew do booking? Like, does he just do that's a lot? Kinda, of yeah, that's it. That's the frog town. And yeah. mm. <coughs> I see. So he just does booking. But now, is he specifically for jam bands or is it like, I, I'm just. He does. Uh, he is. Uh, no. Whatever, pretty much. Anybody. He's, he just takes <laughs> his cut. Like, is that way? Is that his. I'm sure he's got different deals lined up with different people, but usually he'll take. I think he does like a, a, a percentage from. Mm-hmm from the band so you just pay him out of what you get i think i don't know (laughs) that's usually how it works with us we'll pay him his percentage out of what we get paid at the gig for for setting it up and he has reached to like all these like to dayton he's the one who gets you the gigs and like Dayton. we all do a little bit of it Um, honestly he gets us some gigs we all set up gigs differently independently yeah so now with the music you guys are doing now, you you, you do singing? Are you the yeah. singer? Yeah, we both do, we both do singing. You sing too? Yeah, a little bit. Sweet. We do some, I do a, a couple tune or yeah. a tune by the band, mm. Ophelia, and I do some backups on <laughs> nice. some other tunes, and we got some more stuff in the works for sure. Yeah. And you guys, and, and so you guys write the lyrics together and shit? No. We, uh... We've tried to do that, but I think we're still working on a way to find out how to facilitate that to happen. Mm. But mostly it's been something kind of come up beforehand. Yeah. So so you guys just sort of like write your own lyrics and go from there. Yeah. So are you guys sort of, I mean, because from what I heard online, of course, I know that's like, it's kind of dated now for where you guys are now, for but sure. like it just um, it sounds like a lot of funky stuff. Are you guys uh, are you guys sticking with that format, like a little funky, or are you kind of like progressive? I mean, because you know, like some jam bands can be a little progressive. For sure. In their, in some of this, like where where you guys go? <clears throat> or do you we stay touch in that base on a lot of kind of different things. Yeah. I mean. We uh, tend to fall back on that funk pocket, but we touch base on a lot of reggae and certain blues yeah. tunes. And yeah, well, I think that's what we're really like. We really like to do is uh, introduce different ingredients. Yeah. Uh, so you know. Yeah, like, I got some a couple of Latin grooves yeah. I've thrown in the mix. Agent sure. likes to call them the Mall Jam. Yeah, <laughs> the Mall Jam. Yeah, Sky Mall. Sky Mall. Sky Mall. <laughs> 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 stuff, Boston Nova, you know, like the boom, Roomba. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun. Yeah, right on. Okay, so fucking 
what is a you, what's a good way to get a ticket? How can you get a ticket to the Sacred Heart Harvest Festival? Um, online, uh, you can go to the website. There's a ticket link on the website. <laughs> we really need to get that. I, here uh, it is. You got Facebook. Yeah, you can go on Facebook and, and uh, go to the if you link. go through the event, there's a I think a, a link goes to uh, Ticket Fly. Ah, I think or event Eventbrite, one of those two. I can't remember which one. It's a link to Same a ticketing match. place. <laughs> and you can put in your your uh, credentials there, and uh, if your credit or debit card works, <laughs> you know we'll good. have uh, paper copies of yeah, the tickets we will, too. Yeah, yeah. But we do you, do you guys like go all out and get like nice little tickets, or is it just yeah? Mm-hmm. Just I actually might have a copy. They're, they're decent. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's cool. Who does the artwork for you guys? Uh, we've had a couple of different people do it. Um. The first year was Austin. Oh, sweet! Uh, the guy that did uh, yeah, Austin Fuller, the guy that did our uh, the totem pole logo, and then uh, Ryan Bordner did the last two, I think, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's fucking dope, guys. I'm excited, you guys. This yeah, we like working with different artists as much as possible. We yeah, for sure. You know, we're looking to network and hell yeah, kind of host this kind of environment for people to build art yeah. and make make things happen right. hell yeah man for whatever hell yeah that's fucking awesome uh, uh how can people well well are you guys planning on releasing anything anytime soon or that's the idea yeah um we got an ep in the works yeah. sweet um yeah. we're a few songs into yeah. the mix and got a pretty good idea of where it's going for sure nice hell yeah, yeah. so that's coming soon yeah for absolutely sure. hopefully <laughs> hopefully by harvest i mean it's oh, kind of really? tough hopefully. with some certain events some it's things are going on with us personally yeah. that yeah. We, it's going to kind of hinder our time to get it yeah. done but it's all right it's it'll happen when it happens and it shouldn't be too far out right if not it'll be shortly after shortly thereafter for sure and then so who's who who's the mixer engineer that'd be me okay yeah (laughs) and what was the biggest challenge in recording for you like uh, capture wise whoa what capture capture wise wise? and then we can move on to i guess i guess uh i don't know i didn't really have too many problems capture wise it's mostly equipment wise oh okay learning it yeah well yeah kind of that and just like I don't know. There's always a glitch in the system, you know. What, what I mean? are you What are you recording through? Uh, an X32 and Pro Tools. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then did you have any? So now, are you trying to mix right now? Then no. Yeah, you know, you're just no, not right now. Mix. Honestly, we're you just you we're recording. laying down like the foundational thing, so that way we can go back. I'm I'm gonna send an isolated thing, where like. Each of us are isolated out of a mix, so that way we can go back and refine what we really like. Cause we're an improvised bass band, so mm-hmm. to write a song, we almost like it, it's kind of like what we've been doing the last years, improvising a bunch of times to write the song. Yeah. So now we re- record the song, and we just like fine, fine tune it down to what we really want to say. Okay. I guess. Okay, so you're editing down live jams yeah but then with the intention of re-recording it okay okay you know okay so going back to how yeah, you sort it's of it's kind of like a demoing thing. process yeah okay yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like um, I'll I'll just like loop a drum beat and then just start looping bass lines and shit, and just yeah. like start building off of that. That's fun. Yeah, that's just when I'm just like, you know, that's basically me masturbating. I'll just sit <laughs> in the room, just just do my own thing for hours, and then just be like, this is terrible, and then delete it. You're taking off. Are you out? Yeah. All right, man. It was a pleasure meeting you. It's like it was Cody, right? Hey, man, you dropped some change here. Oh. Well, dude, it's 20, it's 30, 40 cents. Dude, it's Sorry, 40 I can't, cents, I can't, can't count. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Four. You see that. Do you, uh, uh, do you guys know where you're going to get your stuff mixed or mastered? No, well, I have, I think we have a few ideas, but, uh, punch. Mostly, mostly friends. Friends. Yeah. People who know what help, they're doing. Yeah, help more. out some people <laughs> yeah. that help, uh, I don't know, we just help each other out. I think that's the... Maybe. Right on. Yeah. So if people want to get a hold of you for anything, it's go to. I think Facebook's the best Facebook. way to go right now. All right. Yeah, we have a website. It's just uh, we're connected to the the brain. Yeah. So. Uh, so wax tastic. So it's yeah, it's uh, at you know like the. Yeah. What is the actual name for that symbol? Is it an ampersand? Yeah. No. No ampersand's no. the and. And right? yeah. Yeah. Um, Take care, man. Later, man. It's a pleasure meeting you. Well, either way, that thing. Uh, <laughs> the at, yeah. And it's like, that's wax-tastic. At wax-tastic. Uh, that's wax-tastic. Oh, that's like, wax that's, that's quack-tastic. You know, like in uh, Billy Madison? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yes. That's yeah. kind of how that evolved. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that actually stemmed from, the wax-tastic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it's an adaptation or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Just just silly being silly joking around and yeah. saying things you heard on T V. Yeah, some late night that. babbles. Yeah. <laughs> some late night babbles. Do you guys got a burning pile? Yeah, what do you mean by burning pile? <laughs> <laughs> what is your nomenclature here? <laughs> uh uh well, burn your garbage. Do they uh, burn garbage out here? I don't think that's that's I don't know. Is Some people like, do. Yeah. No, when I was growing up, I used to have a burning pot. I lived in Jasper, Michigan, uh, for a long time. Right if you guys know where that's at. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's close to uh, Adrian. Yeah, it's south of Adrian. It's like a small town, right? It's this little shell. So that's where I grew up until I was like twelve or thirteen. I almost bought a house up in that area. Mm, yeah. I mean, I heard the real estate is better there now that they have fucking city water. I used to get my water out of a well. It smelled like fucking sulfur. eggs and sulfur. Yeah, it's huh. fucking gross. Sulfur bomb. We couldn't, we couldn't drink the water. <laughs> that house doesn't even exist anymore. It just burned up. Damn. It just doesn't even... <laughs> doesn't even. My dad grew up in that house. It's funny. Um, okay, right on. Uh, well, fuck it. Let's wrap this shit up. Fucking <laughs> hit up Waxtastic. You can find more... Uh, you can find all about the Sacred Harvest Festival, which is happening September... 7th and 8th. That's right. Yeah. 7th and 8th. Yeah. And that's a Friday and Saturday. Correct. Indeed. And then there's the pre-party August 24th. Indeed. At the Bronze, Bronze Boar, Boar yeah. which has... Cactus Jack. Yeah. Gas. Gas. <laughs> also known as Green Egg Sessions. <laughs> uh, and Wax Hazic. That is correct. That's yeah. the lineup. Yeah. We'll, okay. Yeah, we'll be at uh, Miami and Erie on August 11th, which is like two weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's in defiance sweet and then uh yeah then yeah i don't think we really have anything other than that those two shows and you then, guys just are you guys just focusing on the festival Festival and that festival recording. Oh yeah, all that shit. That's a lot. lot. It's a lot going (laughs) on. And then you guys have day jobs and shit too, right? Yeah, I work forty hours a week, and then we also jam with T Bone. At least I jam with T Bone at least twice a week sometimes. Oh sweet. Yeah, we jam at least once a week uh, with T Bone. You guys are busy. Yeah, then once or twice it's wax tastic. Yeah, I do a couple other jams here and there with some other people. Nice when applicable yeah <laughs> hell yeah well fucking gentlemen i appreciate it hey, we, it was, we appreciate it man for oh it. yeah no it was fucking uh i had a great time it fucking we jammed out great like, jams it was, yeah, it was, it was great fun it was yeah. great having the keyboards in there yeah it was a sweaty mess it was fun. oh yeah it was <laughs> great <laughs> it was man <laughs> fucking buzz anderson he was fucking slapping the shit buzz we did that slappy like yeah. almost primus-esque feel yeah, kind of sweet, yeah heavy funk <laughs> I know I wish I wish yeah. we were recording that shit <laughs> we could've yeah. used the task cam uh, we yeah. could've I, I, and yeah. you know I thought uh, about it but I just like in the moment we were just like we're going let's uh, find time and do that again I'm down dude I, cool I'm usually yeah. let's wrap this up we'll chat <laughs> alright alright thanks guys I appreciate Thank y'all you, coming on alright bye Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, what I say? Those guys are great dudes trying to do something different around here, especially around the Toledo area. So I, I'm always a, a big champion of someone trying something new, something different, uh, even if I am not always on board with it. The thing about trying new things um, and, and changing changing it up a little is that it breeds new opportunities Um for everything. Uh, moving here from San Diego, though I walked away from a lot of opportunity, I've walked into some new different opportunities that who knows where it's going to go. So um, stay positive, I guess. Go to the sacredharvestmusicfest.com. So it's sacredharvestmusicfest.com. Get your tickets. Get them. Get them right now. Um, you tons of good bands, and uh, I can't wait to play and and feel the vibes. I, I've been only hearing good things of the past events, and I look very. I look forward. Okay, I look forward to this uh, this festival. Check out the pre-party August twenty fourth at the Bronze Boar with Waxtastic, Cactus Jack. And of course, Green Acre session with your boy Mikey P on the on the. Oh my God, jeez, oh Pete, this is terrible. Leave a review on iTunes of the for the podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. You can also check out the barren wasteland that is the WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. Okay, guys, I love you. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.